Greetings and salutations. Welcome to What Do You Watch, a geek culture podcast. This is episode number four. My name is Max, and I'm joined today by our bearded Super Saiyan, my good friend, Mayhal. How you doing, Mayhal? Super Saiyan? Does that mean I need to get a haircut? <laughs> Maybe. All right. All right. I'll, I'll look into that. I'd be down for you. Uh, Mayhal, blonde, I could see. I would, yeah. I would see that. Blonde highlights. Yeah. You think you said Sam would dig it? I, I doubt that very much. <laughs> Fine. Blonde. Mm, nah. What's you with you, Mayhal? Uh, nothing you know four day weekend now so yeah that's exciting and and i also got some dc news for today so i'm excited nice. to share that <laughs> all right i guess we'll have to go through it uh, and also with us is the fireplace model himself <laughs> my handsome friend santino what's up Tino? hey i'm doing good you max good good i uh i want to go on the record now and say thank you to both of you for allowing me to move our schedule around based on basically our hockey schedule here in Montreal. We never uh, wanted to make it like this. I know we're one win, one win away to go to the finals. So um, thank you both for allowing me to move things around a little bit. I'm still very thankful to, to be here with you guys. And uh, right after this, we're, we're going to go for game number six, win number four in the semifinal. What's just, up with you? Uh, wait, sorry. Yeah. Just, just to cut in go, go for, for it. For anybody who's listening and it isn't Canadian or anything, they need to know if the Habs win today, downtown Montreal will, oh be, will, will, will be on fire. <laughs> yeah, the fact that today is Saint-Jean, which is basically our national holiday here in, in Quebec, um, which already kind of gets people a little riled up. Drunk. Um, and uh, to say the least, uh, that combined with, uh, you know, having our, our local hockey team to go further in the playoffs than if for the last 28 years would probably, uh, you know, it's one of those perfect storm scenarios. <laughs> What's up with you, Tino? What's new? Not much. It's been a really relaxing day. The weather's been really nice. Yeah. Um, been out trying to get out there, go for walks. Uh, I started playing Pokemon Go again, just like as an incentive to get me out there. And so that's been really fun. Uh, just exploring new places around town and stuff. Nice. I dig it. I usually, yeah. uh, I do the same. I, tr- I usually put that game away all summer, all winter long. And then, yeah. Sometime in the spring or even summer, I, I'll wait until something cool comes along and then I'll play again. Although, I mean, really quickly, I guess we can say, I'm sure we, how you've seen this on social media, like Pokemon Go players are freaking out because they're rolling back a bunch of updates that they uh, they put out for uh, the pandemic. Yeah, they're rolling back the distances that you have oh. to be. It's kind of a shame because some people started playing exactly when COVID started. So yeah, they don't, they don't know the truth. They don't know the actual distance. So it's going to be a real uh, surprise to them. But it's... but. I mean, we quick, 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 but uh, people have been dat- data mining the new updates and apparently there's an, there might be a subscription service that's going to pop up for Pokemon Go that allows people to get those uh, distances back, which is kind of shitty, to be honest. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll see where things go, but I, by the way, I, you know, we always say quick, but this is a geek culture podcast. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want as long as it's <laughs> geek culture, right? So Pokemon Go is fair game. <laughs> so thank you, thank you all for joining us on our weekly podcast where the three of us geeks sit together to talk about all things TV and movie related and sometimes a little bit of sports and, and video games and all that's good stuff. This week's topic, uh, we're going to go again into our Loki review. Um, today is going to be about episode three, uh, which we have all watched and are very excited to get into the nitty gritty because it was a very different episode than the first two. And it was also a whole lot of fun for different reasons. So I'm excited to go into it. But before we go there, Mihal, let me ask you this. What do you watch? 
Well, this week I was randomly on Monday. I was like, huh, what has come out for the in the past couple of weeks? And I saw Black Summer season two came out. Yeah. Are, are any of you familiar with that show? No. I've I've heard about it. I haven't watched season one, but it's been on my list for a while. Yeah, so it's another zombie show, but the way it's done is kind of interesting because in one episode there's like different chapters that they go through so like there'll be like a black screen or something will be called revelations and then they'll proceed with the episode and it'll be like something about revelations and stuff like that it's shot very well but the one thing and the other part is that it um every episode is a different character Oh, cool. Mm. But the also the other really messed up part is you really have to think for this episode because there's a lot of times where they'll put something in the first episode, but then in episode three they'll talk about it, but they don't explicitly mention that it was mentioned in episode one. So huh. it's, there's a lot of things you have to rewatch. Like in the second season, there was a prisoner in the first episode, and it hit all this, all he all he was was a prisoner. But then in episode three, you realize that, oh, shit, this dude, he went out, he got caught. But, like, it was never mentioned. So it's it's oh. kind of cool. You really have to pay attention then. You really, yeah, you really have to pay attention. I like these things when they when they, they kind of plant seeds early and then it, it pays off in weird ways or unexpected ways. Yeah. But, like the, yeah, the other cool part is that there isn't a lot of dialogue in the show. I've come to realize that it's very, because it's person by person episode, most of the time, these people are alone, so it's a lot of times them just trying to survive, but it's done very quietly. Like, you know, they have to skirt around zombie, and then all you hear is, they have to run. So all you hear is, like, running noises and, like, panting and just, like, stuff. Very little dialogue. But still, I mean, that's different. Yeah, Anything yeah on TV it's... that's different it draws my attention right away. So, hmm. oh, I, 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 sorry? It's Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I came across it, I think, last year, and I, like, powered through the first season, like, so effortlessly. I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. And then I saw it came out again. Uh, season two came out this week, or last week, and I'm like, holy shit. So I just binged the entire season. Anything with zombie, usually I'll... Uh, not that I have zombie fatigue, because, you know, Walking right. Dead used to be so huge for me, and then in later seasons, I kind of, you know, uh, let it go. Um I watched recently uh, the, that movie that with Dave Bautista um, by, by Zack Snyder on Netflix. What oh, was it called? Yeah. Army of the Dead. Yeah, I, that was a disappointment for me. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it no, really? that much. Yeah, I, I thought it. it was, I thought it was fine, but like I, I uh, listen. I need. This is so bad to say, but I like happy endings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. So I don't want to spoil it because it's still a fairly new movie. But this movie, I'll just say, I guess it doesn't have the happiest of endings. And I'm sure there's going to be a sequel. I'll definitely watch it because the action was great. But that uh, disappointed me a bit. So don't watch Black Summer then. There's no happy, <laughs> there's no happy endings. I don't know, man. You still, <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll watch it just a little bit just to see. Because you, you kind of, uh, you poked my interest there. Yeah. And just one last thing. And I mentioned yeah. this multiple times. The zombies in this ones are the ones that run. Oh yeah, uh, the runners. Those yeah. are way scarier. Yep. So that that makes it ten times scary. Oh, this is one thing I forgot to mention. Sorry. Uh, the key part about this show is that humans are pieces of shit. <laughs> oh, okay. no, literally. In the first episode, there's a, in like the span of five minutes, I think three or four different people rob the same car over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Like. This woman's driving it, and then after some dude just like stops with a gunpoint, 
And he goes, I'm, I just want the car. You can just get in the passenger seat and whatever. He drives a couple seconds more and then boom, somebody else like crashes into him, takes the car. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? It sounds yeah. satirical. <laughs> it is. It literally, it's all anarchy. <laughs> I dig it. Uh, what about you, Tino? What do you watch? Well, this week was a bit like more laid back for me in terms of like finding something new to watch. I just found myself kind of like scrolling through Netflix, never really like setting on anything. Um, but I had like a day off this week and I just decided to re- start rewatching uh, The Sopranos. Oh, old show from uh, from HBO now. But they have a, a new movie coming out that's supposed to take place. Um, it's a prequel. So it's going to take place kind of when the main character, Tony Soprano, is a kid. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so that's coming out in September um, and it has John Bernthal in it. And I'm really excited to kind of see how they explore that part of the storyline, because for years now, I mean, I've been a big fan of the show, but for years, we've kind of been wondering after the famous ending to that show, like, would they make a movie to kind of, you know, show what happened after famous, the famous cut to black? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I never, I've never watched Sopranos at all. And even I know that's how it ends because it was everywhere. It was spooked yeah. by all the shows. It's been memed so many times too. <laughs> yeah. The family guy used that one to like end three episodes. <laughs> oh boy. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, no. So I, they, for years, they've been kind of like going back and forth on making a sequel. And I think I'm kind of glad they didn't because for me, like we can get into it, but I, I actually like the ending of the series. Um I like that mystery ending. I'm also a fan of like lost ending. So I love like yeah. when, when everything's not neatly wrapped up, but, um, but so I'm glad they settled on a prequel. I think it's going to like still explore that universe, um, but in like a really different and interesting way. And I mean, I love John Bernthal. So like, I'm already there for that. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I will watch anything he's in. It doesn't guarantee that it's going to be great, but um, it's going to be entertaining. Yeah. exactly it will be entertaining so i just like i feel like though so let me ask you this guys do you think that he is in the danger of falling into the typecasting um pit you know because he's always kind of like this hard ass you know i've never seen him take on a very different role even in a uh, baby driver he's different mm-hmm. than the punisher for sure he's different he's he's not the same <laughs> character but he's still like a hardened badass of sword that kind of like gives no shit and all yeah. that stuff so uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I, if he were to stay and actually be typecast as the bad guy, as the badass guy for his entire career, I'd probably always be there for it. Yeah. But um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think so. Like, I mean, for me, I think like after he's iconic as a Punisher for me, like even if yeah. they want to reboot the character, like I would hope they call him back. And even if you want to reset the story, whatever, like for me, he's iconic. He is the Punisher in my eyes. Yeah. Um. But even as like a badass or as like a as like a gangster or whatever, like for me, like it's very hard for people who've been casted in those roles to kind of dig their way out. Like I think even De Niro, it took him a long time to finally start getting into other roles um, because he'd been so like enmeshed in like that gangster genre with Scorsese for so many years, you know. So uh, it'd be interesting to see. I'd be I honestly think John Bernthal could probably act well in other roles as well. I just think he has a natural knack for these characters. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, Jason Statham. Yeah. That's he's a good ty- example. He's typecasted into his like, you know, I'm a fuck up your shit type role. But I mean, what movie have you ever watched that you weren't entertained by his, you know, badassery? Yeah. yeah. Crank. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's having sex in public. That scene was 
so crazy, but it's over the top, <laughs> and even he's able to pull it off. So yeah. Um, but you no, know, I agree with you. You know, Bernthal is for me the ultimate punisher. But yeah. I just want to like take a 10 second here and just I want to throw Thomas Jane a little bit of love. Thomas Jane's Punisher was not terrible. It was actually quite decent. I, I enjoyed it. The the bad guy in the movie was pretty terrible. <laughs> it was Travolta. Travolta. Oh, it was um, Travolta, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, right? Thomas Jane is the one with Travolta in it. Yeah, I crazy? believe so. Yeah, he was really good. I thought his uh, it was basically just one movie, so it, we didn't get enough as much details with Bernthal. But anyway, Max, did, did you ever see Dirty Laundry? Uh, no. So uh, I'm not sure exactly how... Uh, like the duration between that and the movie, but somebody made a fan film of the Punisher. Yeah. It was like eight minutes or something, something like that. And they actually had Thomas Jane come back and play the Punisher. Oh, wow. Oh shit. Yeah. It's check it out. It's called dirty laundry. It's really cool. Like I definitely will. You don't know it's the Punisher until he pulls out the t-shirt. It's, it's really well done. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was a big fan of that movie, but yeah, Burnthal's two series worth plus daredevil season two. It's you can't beat that. Yeah. And what about you, Max? What are you watching? Uh, so this week was a, a low-key week TV and movie-wise for me because, you know, hockey, uh, gaming. Pun, uh, pun intended. A little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, uh, yeah, the hockey and the fact that I've been, I've been gaming, you know, if I haven't mentioned it before, got a PS5 not too long ago. So I'm, I'm knee-deep in the Final Fantasy VII Remake DLC. Um, but I did watch one night I was, uh, I was a bit tired and won a game and I watched one of my old school, one of my favorite movies ever, I think from the nineties, when they used to make those comedies, those nineties comedies, it's hard to explain to anyone who maybe hasn't experienced them the same way, but have you guys ever watched or heard about the movie? Nothing to lose. No, no. Okay. So let me just give you like a, a quick pitch of what the movie is. So you've got the, the, the movies are starring two people there. It's Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence. And Tim Robbins is like this uh, executive and he works at a big company and he's super happy with his wife. They have really good chemistry. They're super cute as a couple. And then the movie starts with him. Um, you know, you get a little bit of background, like I just explained. And then he goes home one night and then he finds her in bed with his boss. Oh, so he, he basically just, you know, instead of like freaking out or getting angry, he kind of just, you know, some those guys, when <laughs> something like that happens and they just lose all faith in humanity, yeah. he gets into his car and he just drives with that blank stare. And he just, you don't know what's going to happen, but he's clearly lost the will to live. And then he's at a red light and the door opens and then someone points a gun in his face and that's Martin Lawrence. And he's like, motherfucker, give me your wallet. <laughs> and then <laughs> Tim Robbins kind of looks at him and he's like, oh boy, just get in the wrong car today, dude. And he locks the door <laughs> and then bolts in the car. And that's how the adventure starts, right? And then, and then there's a whole 90 minutes movie based around that. But just that core concept is yeah. so funny. And those two dudes, I mean, Martin Lawrence is just, you know, comedy genius in my mind. And yeah. Tim Robbins, you know, he's not uh, not to be overshadowed in this movie. He's really, really funny. And uh, it was more it, Mel, Mel and I watched it a bunch of times when we were, you know, uh, dating and everything. So, uh, yeah, that was my movie. And it's um, I just wanted to shine a bit of a light on it for people who maybe haven't watched it. Yeah. Uh, people who maybe are a little bit too young, didn't get a chance to even know that it existed. If you can hunt it down and give it a watch it's really really funny it's worth it and that's what i was gonna ask you max like did you find it on a platform or i have it on dvd oh okay cool yeah that's why it's it's one of the things that i used to work at blockbuster <laughs> r.i.p and uh that's one of the dvds when i bought and i kept in my collection for years because it's i have maybe 10 of those comedies from the 90s that are just you know it's just candy whenever i watch it again it's full of nostalgia yeah. and i never not laugh so 
That's um, awesome. That sounds great, actually. Yeah. yeah if, 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 you got, if you guys aren't aware, Max is our resident boomer. <laughs> Were you there when they closed the doors, Max? Or <laughs> Actually, you know, funny story. Um, my manager at the time warned me because he knew I just like Benjamin had been born maybe for like a few months. And uh, he was like, I was an assistant manager by then. I had just gotten promoted, actually. <laughs> and he was just, I, just so you know, um, I'm hearing rumblings, but you may want to start looking for another job. And it has nothing to do with you, but you never know. Wow. So I was like, okay, um, oh, sure. And then, you know, I, I took a week or two and then he was like, no, no, dude, like get on it like now. <laughs> and so I applied and I ended up, you know, working for Rogers after that. In right. the Indigo. But um, yeah, no, I was very lucky that he was nice <laughs> enough to yeah, kind yeah. of warn me because uh, yeah, people who were there, like big managers and stuff, we didn't know. Um, yeah, they got, they got fucked. Wow. Yeah, it was it bad. happened all of a sudden, eh? Yeah, exactly. So um, that is pretty much it for what I've been watching. Uh, boys, do we want to get into the news? Yeah. Mehal, our local newsman, on you. Not that much news today. I mean, one cool thing that caught my eye, I'm sure people maybe have seen it. Uh, there was a new Suicide Squad trailer that uh, came out this week. Yeah. It was really cool. It was really, really well done. Now, one thing that I liked about it was the James Gunn clapback. Yes. Because in the trailer, it mentions that, uh, uh, you know, ah, oh, what, Superman gets shot by a bullet? Since when? <laughs> do, you even, do you even read the comics, bro? And then he clapped back with the exact panel where Superman's like, yeah, Bloodsport shot me and like, ah, shit, he's out there. <laughs> that, that was yeah. funny. But the other interesting news that James Gunn said also was, uh, he goes, I don't know which Superman is shot. He goes, I'm not sure if it was Henry Cavill's Superman that was shot. So, oh, true. It's a potential recast there. I don't know. Maybe. I got to say, that movie really intrigues me because the first one, listen, I didn't think it was as terrible as most of the critiques said. I think it was okay. Um, I, let, for example, let's, if we compare two movies that were, you know, pretty banged up by the by critics, um, I much preferred Venom than, than Suicide Squad, yeah. if I had to pick. But Suicide Squad was still entertaining enough. The fact that they're doing this, this is a bit confusing. Like, it's not even a, um, it's not like, a, it's, it's kind of like a soft reboot, but also they're using some of the same actors and actresses, some not. I mean, it's it's very like breaking the fourth wall-y almost. Like, it's, um, it's, they, it's, a, it's a reboot sequel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no one really knows, but the fact that James Gunn is doing it um, is really good. And uh, he actually, he gives a lot of praise to that movie online. If you follow him on Twitter, he's he says openly that this is like, his proudest movies ever worked on and stuff wow. like that. Knowing his legacy with the MCU as well. That's, that's pretty huge. I think coming from him. Yeah. Um, but that I'm just going to say it, that weasel fucking terrifies me. I, where is that? Is that character really exists <laughs> um, in like the DC canon? Is that, is that just like a game, James Gunn creation? No, I, I don't know exactly, but I, I think he is an actual comic book character. That's <laughs> terrifying. Uh. <laughs> Obviously, his brother's doing the mocap for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> we have faith for this movie then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be good. Uh, you know, the they, they all look fun enough. Even Polka Dot Man, which sounds super boring on paper. Yeah. He, you know, he looks interesting enough. You kind of saw him use his power in that new movie, in the new trailer. So yeah. that was fun. I, I think the R-rated uh, thing aspect really helped out the movie, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I agree. Because I think mm. that that was a major... Uh, well, one of the major hurdles that the first one couldn't really cross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see. All right, boys. 
now is the time for us to get into episode three of Loki. Um, let me just start off by saying to everyone that this is going to be heavy in spoilers. Uh, I think we're going to keep doing this every week where we just go right into the nitty-gritty. There's just too much that we want to talk about. And um, like if there's a show, if there's an episode that we particularly dislike, we'll say it up front and then we'll still get into it. But <laughs> anyone listening to this right now, um, they, you know, they should already know that we're going into spoilers. Um, <laughs> Tina, would you like to start this week? Tell us a little bit what you thought about this episode in particular. I might be a bit of a hot take, but I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't crazy about this episode. I have to say, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, what's I, I don't know. I, like, I went into it because it was kind of a mid-season episode. I figured we'd get like bigger revelations, and I think we did. And we're gonna we'll dive into like one of those. I think, yeah, um, but I think I, I don't know. I was just waiting for more. I think I was comparing it a lot with. Um, the mid-season of Falcon and Winter Soldier and when we kind of got that reveal um, of Wakanda being yeah. involved in the show as well and I think I was waiting for that moment that aha moment and it just kind of never came for me in the episode um, I have to say I, I, I understand why like I know that the episode needed time to um, spend with a new character and, and evolve that character and kind of show some like the start of some sort of relationship between um Tom Hiddleston, Loki, and the Sylvie character. But I just, I guess I was waiting for more. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was waiting for some more lore to be dropped. I was waiting for some development. And I think because the episode kind of started with them landing on this um, apocalyptic planet that was about to be destroyed, and then not making it off, it kind of subverted my expectations, which I appreciate. But at the same time, I'm like, we're right back where we started episode four is going to start us right back where we started in episode three. So I'm like, where's the, where's the progress. But that was, that was my take. Actually on a note, uh, Tom Hiddleston has said that episode four and five are his uh, favorite ones from the series. Oh damn. I'm buckling up now. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> he said that the thing at both four and five have some crazy shocking revelations. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. I mean, we already got a little bit, I think I, you know, I think we, we can agree that the main one we got in this episode was that, you know, um, Mobius was wrong. They're not born to work for the TVA, right? They're, they're basically yeah. variants, which I think we pretty much called. Yeah, uh, I was right. Me, yeah. <laughs> Mayhel, you were right. Um, actually, no, my mom was right. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, where do these guys come from? And then we're yeah. like, so I'm like, they probably already come. They're probably already here. You know, they're probably variants. Yeah. That whole jet ski thing was a, was, a, was a big hint now that we know it's true. You know, yeah. like his real... His real him is probably like a, a, sell, a salesman for jet skis or a huge. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally see that though. If one day you're like, Mobius is going to be like, no, this is not true. I believe. And then someone shows him a picture of like, yeah, this is you like in your store selling jet skis in the eighties. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe his original form was Hansel. <laughs> maybe that oh, was dude. <laughs> Meta. Uh, imagine. Um, no, I agree. Listen, um, I think this episode was very different. I can't say that I disliked it. I just thought I can I can understand why you were a little bit, um, I guess, disappointed in terms of where your expectations were. I keep forgetting that it's supposed to be only six episodes. Every yeah. single time we do the podcast, you guys kind of remind me of that. But for me, I didn't have that in mind when I was watching it. Now that I have that in mind, now again, I can see why we could have expected a bit more from like a mid-season episode. Um, I really liked the fact that they spent all episode together, the two of them kind of getting to know each other, really like poking at each other with like insults and their wits and trying to like, who's going to give out, 
who's going to give the other one the advantage, the emotional advantage of like opening up first? And right. when when he started opening up about his, about his mom, and I, you know, I thought this was a ruse, but she also kind of seemed like she wanted to share a little bit. And I liked their dynamic. I almost, correct me if I'm wrong, boys, but I almost could sense a little bit of romance between the oh, two of them. Oh, no, yeah, no, there was definitely some sexual tension there. Right? Okay, okay, I'm not so, crazy, so. so. So people are like, wait, is this like, incest or is this wrong yeah, what, 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 mean, what's the correct term of this hello <laughs> well i mean listen first of all it's official it's canon now in the mcu that loki's bisexual which is awesome i think mm-hmm. like if he literally like said himself maybe a little bit of both as yeah. i suppose you did right which i think was really cool yeah like, it's, but I, i'm sorry but knowing marvel and disney that's that's the that's the end of it that's all you're gonna hear yeah, about it. yeah. it's like they're like hey guys look 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 we we have a we have a gay character in our show now G- yeah. give us give us some praise look we're progressing let's congratulate the mouse yeah, yeah. But, but i thought it was interesting that actually he voiced it you know because yeah. it was it was online before you know how his character are is in the in the comics and everything but uh, but yeah, no, their, their chemistry, the two of them thought carried this episode from A to Z. Um, I thought it was interesting that we didn't see Mobius at all. Not even like a him searching for Loki after he, you know, ran through the door. True. Um, and um, I liked how it started. I was like, oh, is this like her origin story? She's on Earth with like her best friend or whatever. But no, she's just prodding the other guard's mind. I thought that was really cool. Um, but I agree with, uh, with you, Tino, in the sense that we got progress. We got character development yeah. in this in this episode. We didn't get any story progress per se because those guys are still are still fucked. Like there's nothing <laughs> they can do. Like there, there was like three things they they could do to get away from that planet, and then they won't. So maybe we'll get like a do sex machina with like when Wilson just walks through a portal, like oh there you are, yeah. come back with us, we'll save you. Um, <laughs> hopefully not, but. Um, uh, that that would be my main take from the episode. I, I having watched it only a few hours ago, I really liked. Um, I like Sylvie, by the way. I think yeah, she's a she's the evil, she's the bad guy, maybe from the um, uh, the bad girl for for the for this series. But I uh, I like her her wit. I like her charm. I like that she kicks ass, yeah. and um, I like how she. I'll just like it's random. Did you say at one point she's fighting some dude and then she takes her crown off and then uses like her half horn to stab the guy in the neck or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost an exact copy of uh, what Loki does. She's, her, her mannerisms match his very well. Yeah, because I think in Ragnarok, Loki does the same thing. He takes off his crown and his horns and literally smacks him across the face with it. Ah, I can't remember. That's cool. Yeah. If they, if they yeah. did that, that's super smart. Yeah, they um, share a lot. Yeah, they share a lot of mannerism, which is really cool. Yeah, no, I can see that. I can see. What about you, uh, Michal? What did you uh, think, uh, nay or yay, for this episode? I mean. Honestly, I really like this episode. I, yeah. I I can't really pinpoint why I love it so much. I don't know. For me, it's maybe out of the three, this is probably my second favorite episode from so far. I don't know. It was just, it was a very down to earth episode, but the whole dynamic between them two was just really well done. And also, I think I butchered her name last episode, but her name is Sophia DiMartino. Oh, yeah. she's, she's awesome. I really like her character. Yeah. Like their whole their whole banter and everything is on point. Uh, the way they, again, remember that really confusing thing I said about Mobius last week, where like Loki knows that he's gonna betray him, so he's expecting it, but maybe now he won't. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing with these two. They're expecting the back the backstab, but maybe that now they know that they won't do it. They will do it. It's a it's a whole weird dynamic. Yeah, I like that they ask like three times in the episode. Can I trust you? <laughs> we, no. we trust each other now. We're a team. <laughs> 
And then that last uh, bit, well, the last segment with them trying to get to the arc was really cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they really, and honestly, I don't think they've showcased Loki's powers as much as they have in the show. Yeah, I agree with uh, like the, the green bolts of that, energy. And... Him, him holding up the building. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that came out of nowhere. I'm like, wait. He didn't just hold it up either. It's like he reversed it back into place. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so they're, they're, they're showing a lot of Loki's powers and everything. Yeah. I also didn't know he was this uh I mean he's not this he's not like probably not Shang-Chi level but he's he's proficient with his hand-to-hand combat like he we don't yeah. see all that all that much in like Avengers when he's like you know conquering with the Chitari uh, you know obviously maybe when he went toe to toe with Hulk <laughs> didn't matter as much <laughs> but uh I I like his fighting style and and um Sylvie as well like you said they, they kind of mirror each other in that way that's really cool. Well yeah. that that's the cool part about uh these shows about each character like it showcases their abilities obviously in avengers you can't have loki being a badass you know like you can but you can't have him showcasing that much level of you know fighting as compared to the avengers so yeah it's cool to that they showcase all this yeah yeah he's definitely the main character and uh, i like that they they give him some love and in, in character development too I think my, my thing too is just that we were so close. Like the, for the start of the episode starts with like her asking where the timekeepers are and you, you end up at the elevator door and I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're, we're going to see them. We're going we're gonna to get, and then no, we get pulled away. There's no so. way. <laughs> no, I, I, I just love how they went from the TVA to Alabama. That was the last place they went, I think. Rocks cart, whatever. Yeah. And then, and then they're like, oh, right. They, they end up back to the TVA. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he, he was expecting some other uh, place, but not back to the TVA. It is. Yeah, <laughs> I think episode four could start. I'm gonna do a mild prediction now, but I think episode four could start not even with those two characters. We're gonna see what happened to Mobius right after Loki jumped through the portal, and he has to deal with all these bombs going to explode somewhere. You know, right. uh, so we might actually maybe get, I don't know, maybe half an episode with following Mobius and the TVA, how they deal with the repercussions, and then at some point. Either they find Loki and Sylvie, or maybe we switch back to them, and then they have a solution. Or I'm not sure, but um... uh, actually, uh, just before we started the podcast, there was a small teaser or like a featurette that they posted about Sylvie, like saying introducing Sylvie. There oh. was some new, there was some new clips that they showed, and uh, it seems the episode starts. Well, maybe not starts off, but um, they're in the episode. They're uh, detained both uh, Sylvie and Loki. Oh, wow. Really nice. Yeah. Like uh, Sophie's uh, Sylvie has like this detained in, in the TVA. Loki also has his uh, collar back on. Huh. And actually following that, you see, I think they're going to explore her background in the next episode because there's a short clip of um, her as a young child coming into the TVA, it seems. I think that's what I needed too. I think I like when they were kind of doing the back and forth banter and I think Loki mentioned it, like I'm sharing so much about me, but like, I don't know anything about you. It's like, I wanted them to fill out that background. So I'm excited if they, if they do do that, because she does seem like a character who could maybe um, stick around in the MCU, even a post Loki TV show world. You know what I mean? I would like that. I think she holds her own. I just, I, I don't know. Like, again, I think we said that episode one. I don't know if this is going to be it for Loki. Like, maybe he yeah. goes off in the blaze of glory at the end to, like, save someone or something, and then we never see him again. I hope not, because I really dig his character, and we're already losing a lot of OG characters from the, the you know, phase one, two, and three. Yeah. I'd like to get more Loki, and if we get more Loki, more Loki and Sylvie would be nice if their dynamics stays as strong as what we have so far. 
but yeah, I would definitely welcome her into the you know the grand MCU phase four, five, six. I, I mean, had wondered five, if six. she was. Yeah, no, I had wondered if she was maybe like being set up because the you know the movies and TV likes to kind of do it a bit different than the comics and. You know, in the comics, Loki's the one who kind of gives her power. So I was wondering if they were even setting her up, her up as kind of like Loki's daughter from like maybe another Loki oh. variant. You know, she keep, she does keep saying like, "Don't call me a Loki" and stuff like that, or "Don't call me by that name." So I was like, "How cool would it be if they changed instead of him just bestowing upon her powers, if he was like actually like a legitimate father to her?" Oh my god, they're gonna pull an they're gonna pull an old boy. You think? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I would not no. want that. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I I think that she was brought to the TVA. I mean, at a young age, as as shown in that short preview. And I think I think she worked. I think she probably worked for the TVA for a bit until she found out that the timekeepers are a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> and that I, sounds I th- about right. I, I think that's where they're headed because, like you said, Tino, they're they're making her seem the villain. But I think there's a just like a, you know, they pull the curtain and realize who the true villains are. Right. Yeah. So I think that's that's the whole thing. And, and I mean, this week sort of proves that where she's like, no, all the TV agents are just variants. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, yeah. we we didn't get that reveal. That's why, like, her character developed quite quite well in this episode. But if um, Tom Hiddleston himself says that the next two episodes have great reveals, one of them could be like, hey, she's not that much of a bad guy after all. Like, she actually has quite good reasons to want to fuck up the space lizards or whatever like she needs she wants answers or something you know so i could totally see that being a uh, a way they would go actually i would not i would not hate it i i like a um i don't know if you can call her an anti-hero because she's it's not yeah. like she did terrible things right now but i like this bait and switch where she's a bad guy no she's not she's actually she was a pretty good person before and now she's trying to get redemption or revenge or whatever you know right i'm also kind of curious to see what what to like to see what the reaction is going to be of the other TVA agents when they all find out they're actually variants. Like, are they going to lead some sort of rebellion? <laughs> is that like a big ending? Like the end of the TVA, they all rebel against like the space lizards or something. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. That, that might actually happen. Like think about it. If, if all the TVA agents are like, fuck this, I'm out. Like nobody's there to fix the, all those branches. Right. So maybe that's where it leads into the next projects for Marvel. Right. Or like this. Yeah. yeah, or it's like something where man, they, they've done it in a few other shows. I, I again, I keep coming back to Lost. But I, they, they <laughs> okay, lost. wait, we're gonna do a Lost episode one day for sure. <laughs> you, know, you and me, like this is one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh, I know for you as well, it's gonna happen one day. Yeah. But keep dropping those references, baby. I love it. <laughs> but I feel like you know, in Lost too, like they would often pit this thing where it's like, no, none of this matters, and so like they could say like, none of the TVA matters. You're all a bunch of variants. Everyone rebels, and then they realize oh shit we were wrong what's it called like it actually is all legit and yeah. we just fucked up the entire timeline and uh, that, that would kind of lead into it <laughs> you know what's funny though like remember in that first episode where loki has that profound moment where he realizes how in- in- insignificant he is mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you're gonna get a lot of that with uh, the tv agents realizing their entire life is a lie true yeah i'm sure we're gonna get a powerful scene with mobius once he because his beliefs are strong. In episode two, when they're having that back and forth, he's like, no, I believe. Like, this is what it is, you know? He's in for a, for a rude awakening, for sure. Yeah, and, and hold up, too. Also, Sylvie has the power to kind of, like, go into their minds and show them their, like, past versions of their memories, mm, right? True. Yeah. That'd be interesting as well. 
I liked how Loki, by the way, kept trying to probe her into revealing her how she does that trick because you could see he was jealous yeah. and he wants, to, he wants to know how to do it himself. Yeah, I could get that. Even if they never said it, that's how I that's how I lived it anyway in those scenes. <laughs> I like that a lot. He's like, oh, you thought that yourself, huh? Okay, okay. Well, well this, this, this Loki was is the same one who eventually steals like the staff, right? That kind of has a similar power to take over. Uh, actually, the Loki that we have now has already stolen the staff because he oh, right. uses the staff in Avengers, right? That's so, right. yeah. Pulse Avengers, yeah. He's tasted the mind power, the mind control power. Uh, right. So maybe he's hungry for more. You could understand. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, do you think that... Uh, so that's one of the points that I brought up. Do you think that Sylvia is just another Ralph Boner where she's not actually the Enchantress and she's just like a Loki variant? Uh, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I hope there's more meat to the bone on this one. Not that, you know, Ralph wasn't fun uh, <laughs> or anything, but I, I, I would like a bit more meat on the bone on this one, especially since, uh, I don't know, I'm invested in the series a lot. But I also like quick wink to the um, the title screen. Yeah. That title screen with that mysterious beep, boom, beep, boom, bah, the music, like it gets me hyped every oh, yeah. time. They don't always do them like really exciting. Like the one for One Division was fine; it was entertaining. The one for Falcon was fine, but that one is like it screams mysterious mystery and like secrets of the other world. I don't know. I just I really dig it. And all those symbols for those four letters of Loki, I love it. Whoever came up with that needs Actually, a raise. You know what that that opening title scar title thing reminds me of? Uh, it's this is like digging way into back. Um, you know, in Men in Black. Yeah. Remember, and I think in the second one where Will Smith finds that shitty store with that alien and that that uh, that shitty uh, yeah. fake thing, that music there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah. It reminds me of that. I can see the link. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Man, one day we'll do a, a Men in Black OG trilogy <laughs> episode. Oh my god. Uh, but uh, no, I, I listen. I, I would prefer if she just is a you know actual. They haven't called her Enchantress yet, but they keep using the word enchantment or yeah. enchanted w- with her powers. So either those are super hard winks or they're memeing us hard. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I would prefer it to for it to actually be true and for us to just enjoy her being like a real character as opposed to kind of like a, oh, if she's gone, it's no problem. You know, it yeah. doesn't matter. No, right. I'm excited for next week now. Yeah, yeah. So, so last question then. What, what are you guys expecting for next week's episode? Uh, I'll go first. I'll say that um, we're going to find out how these bombs are dealt with, or maybe not dealt with. Maybe it's just it's going to create a mess that then requires dealing with. I definitely think that we're going to have some scenes with only Mobius. That's how I would imagine, right? I mean, unless they go right back into Loki and Sylvie and then they find like a fourth way they can get off this planet and then they catch up with Mobius and the TVA and all that. Um, and I understand that Tom Hiddleston is the star of the show and they want to put him on screen as much as possible. So I don't expect, maybe earlier on, I was being too generous with, with Owen Wilson by giving him half an episode. Um, <laughs> but I, I would I would see him have a small scene of like, just literally going back in time for maybe a full day and you see him, Loki, no! And then he jumps, the door closes and Mobius is like, oh fuck, what do I do now? <laughs> because her boss and friend just put her neck on the line with that one mission. And she was like, if you fuck it up, I can't save you. And so I kind of want to see what happens to him after because he did mess it up, you know? So I would I would go with that. And then obviously at some point, we're going to go back to Loki and Sylvie and how they escaped that, you know, doomed planet. But yeah. Definitely. I think for me, my biggest uh, thing is that I think they're going to start it 
probably with them if, if you said you've, you've seen a scene where they're kind of in cuffs again or in um with the neck brace or whatnot then i think that's probably going to be their way off that planet and i think they're kind of in a cash 22 it's like either die on this planet that's blowing up or get captured again by the tva and taken somewhere safe so i wouldn't be surprised if we start off with you know it kind of ended with that like solemn guitar playing <laughs> i would be surprised yeah. if like they're just waiting to die on this planet and then the tva shows up and they like are happy like oh my god hey <laughs> thanks for coming to save us and then the, you know they go with like loki i could see like trying to rigmarole his way back into with them um and yeah i think i wouldn't be surprised then if there's a bit of um background about the sylvie character but also kind of like revealing to mobius um and potentially some of the others but i think mobius is the main one that of course they're all variants yeah i, th- I think that's how i mean i uh, i don't know i don't have any reservations about how the episode's gonna go but i feel like the episode's gonna end with loki and um sylvie or maybe just loki telling mobius like hey by the way, you're uh, you're a variant. The yeah. TVA brainwashed you, and I think that's where it's going to end. Yeah, I I would be down for that. I kind of also I'm not down that it ends like that because then <laughs> cliffhanger <laughs> again. But I, I I'm sure we're heading there, and I'd be down. All right, boys, I think that's going to cut it for us this week. Thank you for everyone who's reached the end with us. Thank you for listening to episode four of What Do You Watch, a geek culture podcast. If you want to leave us, you know, comments, thoughts on social media. And uh, that's awesome. We will take them and we will see you again next week. Until then, it was our pleasure to serve you. Peace. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Okay, guys. So as we were ending the call, we noticed that a new trailer for Shang-Chi had literally just dropped. Max chose hockey over this. (laughs) <laughs> Nahal and I, we watched it. Damn. Yes. So, so this will be our, you know, in addition to the quickie news. Yeah. Holy shit! We just finished watching it. Ooh. Oh my god. Wow. So yeah. First of all, we got. I think we should work backwards that ending. So yeah. that was. I'm pretty sure that was abomination. I'm pretty sure too. It looked kind of like a sea creature-ish, but I, I, if I remember, I mean, I think maybe the one time I watched that Hulk movie, it does look <laughs> similar. And also, it was one of Doctor Strange's pupil. Did you see that uh, that that thing? You know those uh, energy force fields that they do. Doctor Strange's people, pupils. You know the, the teachers, yeah, the, yeah, stu- yeah. the students. You know how they have that weird thing with that that shield that they do. Oh yeah, that's exactly what it was. So oh I'm, I'm I'm curious to see what other types of uh, little nods they're gonna do in that arena fight thingy. Yeah. Okay, I wonder if that arena takes place. I don't know if it's like in LA, in San Francisco, or wherever he's like, you know, before he's obviously going to, he's called back home. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit. Wait, I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I'm like, holy shit, wait. Because what gave it away was those spikes that he has that, yes. that and that build, obviously. But yeah, now it begs the question <laughs> what, what, uh, what abomination are they going to go with? Is it this, <laughs> is it the Tim Roth? The, the Tim Roth one, or is it something new? Because because yeah. Everett Ross is canon from that Hulk movie, right? Yes. So maybe yeah. they're going to use Tim Roth, which is insane, the fact that he's even still alive. Well, yeah, because I think uh, Ross, isn't he, like, rumored to be, like, Red Hulk, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's rumors that he could be in Black Widow. Which makes sense, yeah. Yeah, 
exactly. So, whole, but yeah, holy shit. All right, the next <laughs> big thing they're actually the dragon is there. Yes. Oh my God. Finally, like Fin Fang Foom. <laughs> <laughs> is it actually him or is it uh, somebody different? I mean, look, it looks really different for sure, but uh, I think that's what they're going with. I mean, like, it look, given on leaks for like toys and shit, like, I feel uh, like it's pretty confirmed by now. Like, Funko Pop already had like a Fin Fang Foom. God bless Funko. It's always yeah. spoiling with movies. <laughs> but also, it's... those those like Chinese dragon creatures that are fighting in that field scene. I thought I thought those are lions. Or no, tigers. Yeah. Tigers. Yeah. No, they're tigers or lions. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it gives me a lot of Black Panther vibes. No, that that and the music. Yeah. The music oh is god. on point. Yeah. I I, th- I think it's eighty eight rising. We're producing it. Some some of the songs, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Cool. Uh, I'm to find the, the song from the trailer. It's not out yet. <laughs> I looked excessively when the first trailer dropped. It's a new song <laughs> that they're gonna release with the movie. I think. For sure. For sure. And then also, what what is it? His father is winning father the father of the year award. <laughs> yeah, honestly though, but I'll just give it to him for those rings alone because those look sick. Yo, I like. I think they even mentioned from the toys again that each one of them controls a different element. I think no. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Different elements or different powers. I'm glad they went with like uh, like these arm rings, the new design, because I think like in the comics that he had like literally like ten rings. Ten rings. <laughs> It's much like a, the Infinity Gauntlet there. It's like, hold on, let me blink, let me blink myself out. Yeah. <laughs> but one, two, but no, I'm I'm not familiar with Shang Chi at all. So, like, I honestly thought that they were gonna make the Mandarin like somewhat of a good guy, but it seems like they're going the complete the other direction where he's actually like a villain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think the other thing I'm getting from it is that they're. I mean, maybe the abomination is another thing. Maybe they're like trying to like tie him and the whole organization into like Marvel lore as we've seen it, you know? Like we know that they've shown up, I guess, the Ten Rings and like Ant-Man, the guy with the tattoo. Yeah. And a few of the other films, I think, also had a notwithstanding like the fake Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. Even, yeah, even even in the first Iron Man, is like is it was that just a nod to the Ten Rings or is that yes. actually an affiliation? But yeah. It. It, looks, it looks really cool i can't wait for this movie honestly i think the, like while we don't have a trailer yet for spider-man i think this one is probably i'm the one i'm the most hyped about eternals look dope don't get me wrong but i think that this one i i don't know like it's blowing me out of the water just these small like one minute trailers and there were even a lot of scenes from this trailer that were rehashed from the first one too so yeah, I was surprised that, that the trailer was only two minutes long which is unusual for marvel because like most trailers are like two three minutes long and they showcase the entire movie (laughs) yeah exactly but i think they're doing a pretty decent job like it it looks action-packed it looks like your fun marvel movie that you'll go to and i think that's enough to kind of get people to go and see it despite not maybe knowing who this kind of like dollar bin comic character (laughs) you know what i mean because it's true for the longest time no one knew who shang chi was and they're like that's what i love about what they're doing with the mcu is like they're not afraid to dip into those dollar bins and get characters out of there yeah, I mean, I tried looking for reading material for Shang-Chi and most of it's like, yeah, don't read this. It's kind of hella racist. So yeah. like the only thing that you can really find maybe is like the tie-ins in Avenger comics, but it's not like a full right. story. No, so, no, exactly. So, so I'm curious to see what they do with this. Hell yeah. Anything else that stood out, stood out with you with the trailer? 
Uh, okay, they, well, they didn't show much of Aquafina, but I think she's going to be a blast. <laughs> Honestly, she's always is. She always is. Yeah, <laughs> that was for sure. Um, yeah, his dad looks cool. Uh, I love what we've seen so far of the Ten Rings. Abomination's a nice touch. I don't know what they're doing with that, but I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, honestly, I'm just stoked. Like, Black Panther was my favorite Marvel movie of, like, the past few years. I honestly think, like, I, I enjoyed it overall. It, in terms of rewatchability and everything, even more than Endgame, I always go back to that one. And, like, this is giving me similar vibes. Yeah, it, it honestly is, especially with the music, the action, and the new yeah. story, the new character. I think it's going to be, like, phase four version of Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther. Yeah, it'll tide us over till we get officially the second one which should be coming soon but no this is this is gonna be cool yeah, yeah. honestly i it sucks to say but i can't unsee uh shang chi as not being jung <laughs> well you know it's so funny at the beginning of the trailer <laughs> i think there's like a little moment where all you hear is like it's jung or something like i don't know what they say but in the music it was like it's jung <laughs> just start dying because i'm like yeah literally it's jung from from kim's convenience wait wait for up to show up stop 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 Come back Stop. here. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Yeah. Too bad Max missed his conversation. <laughs> he hasn't even seen the trailer. Honestly, I think the game is more boring than than that those two minutes of the Shang-Chi trailer. So yeah. Listen, Maybe guys, you got to spend that with us and hear our first reactions to that. Yeah. Uh, little add-on for today's episode. <laughs>